Hello, and welcome to the Journey to Self-Love podcast. I am your host and your guide, Sharon D. Meadows. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Before I get into who I am and reintroduce myself or introduce myself, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and joining me for an intimate conversation on self-love. I look at the analytics. Y'all show up. (laughs) You show up. And not only do you show up and listen, you listen from beginning to end. Not everyone, but over 90% of you, over 90% of you that take the time out to join me. I can see you. You listen to the end. You listen to the trailer song. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. So before I say anything else, I want to say thank you. Because of you, you give me the motivation and the inspiration to do more. Thank you. Now, we now that we've said that, some of you have been here before. You've been with me for <laughs> since the pandemic, so you know who I am. I'll reintroduce myself in a minute. But if you're new, and I know there's a lot of new people that are tuning in, let, allow me to introduce myself. As I said, I'm Sharon D. Meadows. I am an inspirational speaker, a transformative teacher, and I am the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Journey to a New You. Now, we got all that out of the way, so you can look me up on Linktree, Sharon D. Meadows. You can find me on Facebook, Sharon D. Meadows, and you can connect with me on IG at Journey the number two self-love podcast. Now that we know how to connect, let's just jump right into today's topic on this episode. I have been thinking about this topic for weeks. Now, for all the people that have been here before, you know I do not script my podcast. It is from my heart. Sometimes I'll I'll get emotional unexpectedly and have a moment um, because it's very authentic. It's it's real. It's real life. It's what I live. It's not what I read. It's not what someone told me. It's what I've experienced in my own life because to me, that's what matters the most to me, what I've experienced. Because then I know it's real, right? If I sit with someone and they tell me something, or if I read something, that may be someone else's experience. But for me, what resonates with me and my spirit is what I have experienced and what I have lived through. Because I know that's real. It's me. I've lived it. You feel me? So this topic, I have been marinating it for weeks because I wanted to really do it justice. And then here recently, um, I had an opportunity to cross paths with a total stranger. I hope she's listening to this because I just met her and she said, I'm going to start listening to your podcast. But I met a total stranger in the airport and she and I 
we, we, I sat down to charge my phone and she was seated there and she was reading a book and, and then she started telling me about her business and then we started talking and then we ended up here at this podcast, <laughs> talking about this podcast. Um, but I've just been thinking about that conversation that I had with this young lady and I just felt like maybe I was thinking too hard or thinking too long or processing, um, too too much on the topic and it was just time to do it and put it out there because if I meet a total stranger and it resonated with her then that lets me know it's time to talk about it with with the masses with the rest of the world and so here I am what I want to talk about today in this episode is how your environment determines your value let me re- let me repeat that Your environment determines your value. And I like to think of the environment as people, places, situations. An environment is just not where I'm standing at. An environment can be the people around me. An environment can be a place. It could be my job. An environment can be the thoughts in my mind. An environment can be the conversations that I have with my inner circle. Um, those are your, that's your environment. Now, something that I want to also point out is your environment, I said your environment will determine your value. Your, your, let me back up. It won't determine. Well, let me put it like this. Your environment will show you your value based on that environment, if that makes sense. So just because your environment shows you your value doesn't mean that's your value. You got to know your own value because sometimes you're in the wrong place. (laughs) You know, now your environment will, will Dictate to you what your value is to that environment. But that may not really be your value. You may just be in the wrong place. I want to share something with you. I'm going to share two examples with you just to get you, you know, thinking about this and and getting you thinking about it in your own mind of situations where maybe your your environment dictated a value to you. And you said, wait a minute, uh uh-uh, I'm worth more than that. And then you had to move around. So just let's just follow with follow me with this story. Okay. I saw this online and you may have heard it before. If you've heard this before, please forgive me for repeating it. If you've never heard it before, just think about it. Let it marinate. I read a story online. It said a gentleman had purchased a car years ago uh, for his daughter. And when the daughter graduated with honors, um, the father told the daughter, you're graduating with honors. I'm so proud of you. I purchased this car years ago for you. Um, 
the car is now yours. He said, take the car to the dealership and see how much it's worth because I purchased it years ago. See, you know, go see what you can get for the car. So the daughter went to the dealership and she took the car and the people evaluated the car and examined the car. And they said, you know, this car is old. You know, this is an old car. Um, we'll give you a thousand dollars for the car. So she went back to her dad and she said, Dad, I took the car to the dealership like you instructed me to. And they said that they would give me a thousand dollars for the car. Her dad said, oh, OK. He said, well, you know what? Take the car to a used dealership where they only sell used cars. Take the car there and see what they'll offer you for the car. So the daughter took the car to a used dealership where they only sold used cars. And she said, hey, I wanted to know how much this car you'd give me for this car. Um, and they ex they ex evaluated the car. They examined the car. And then they said, hmm. We specialize in used cars. This car, oh, give you a hundred dollars for it. So she was like, wow. So she went back to her dad and she said, dad, I took it to the used dealership like you instructed me to. And they said, this car, they specialize in used cars and this car is old, is used. They will give me a hundred dollars for the car. So the dad said, oh, okay. Now he said, now take the car. He said, there is a, um, car club that I'm a part of, take it to the car club and see what they say. So the daughter went to the car club. She took the car to the car club. These people specialize in cars. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not a part of a car club, but I can only imagine when you're a part of a club, that's your thing. So she took the car to the car club and everyone wanted the car. And they were like, oh, this car is iconic. This car is a rare find. This car is well sought after. I'll give you over $100,000 for the car. Give me the car. So the, the, young, the young daughter was blown away and she went back to the dad and she said, dad, they were telling me all this, these things about this car and they offered me over $100,000 for the car and everyone wanted the car and they said the car was iconic, it was a rare gem and it was, it was sought at, well sought after and he said, okay, he said, what I wanted you to do, he said, the reason I told you to do this is because I wanted you to understand that the value of the car never changed. The value of the car never changed. You didn't know the value. He said, I gifted you the car. You didn't know the value. But when you went to the used dealership, they told you they would give you a thousand dollars. I'm sorry. When you went to the car dealership, they told you they would give you a thousand dollars, but you didn't know the value of the car. So you didn't know if it was worth a thousand dollars or not. Then I instructed you to take it to the used dealership. They specialize in used cars. They told you they would give you a hundred dollars for the car. Then I instructed you to take it to the car club where they know cars and they know the value of cars and their expertise is in cars. They offered you over a hundred thousand dollars. Several people offered you over a hundred thousand dollars for the car because they recognize the value. He said, what I wanted you to understand and learn from this is how to recognize 
value, how to know value, and to understand that the value does not change based on your environment. Your environment may dictate to you what the value is to that environment, but that is not the value. You have to know the value. You have to know the value of something. Whether someone else knows it or not, you need to know the value. You need to know your value. Because some environments, they may know, they may, them peop, the people at the car dealership may have known. They probably like this fool bringing this car here. <laughs> Let's see if we can get it for that. Your environment may know your value. They may just not want you to know. And they would have gladly given that woman a thousand dollars for their car. The dealership, the used dealership, the regular dealership, they may have very well known the value of the car, but they were testing to see if she knew the value of the car. They may have very well given her a thousand dollars and then they may have taken the car to the car, to the car group and sold it for a hundred thousand. That's why it is so important to know, to know your value to know what you bring to the table and don't look to the outside for someone to tell you or to show you because some people may know it. They just may not want you to know it or they just may hope that you don't know it. But the value never changes. Just because you go into an environment that does not acknowledge or recognize your value does not change your value. I need to take a quick break for a water break to get a drink of water because my throat <clears> throat is a little scratchy. Give me a moment. Don't go anywhere. We're going to continue this conversation. I'll be right back. Stay with me. Welcome back and thank you for staying with me. So before the break, we were talking about, I was sharing a story about the, the gentleman that gifted his daughter a car and that she took the car to three different places and she, she received um, offers for the car ranging from $100 up to over $100,000. Just want to illustrate for you how your environment may dictate your value, the value of something. Now, let me give you another example, because I said I was going to share two examples with you. I went to a function, an event, in Miami, Florida. And um, a part of the event was to have brunch at Nikki Beach. So uh went to brunch, and I can't, it was expensive. I can't even rem- remember what it cost. I just remember it was, you know, it was pricey. And I remember um, when the check came, because it was a group event, I remember when the check came, um, somebody said, the per- somebody got the check and they said, who ordered bottle service? And I said, I ordered, it was me. Now, it wasn't the bottle y'all thinking about, because I got my drinks at the bar. <laughs> but at the table, I ordered uh, bottled water. So the person that had the check said to me, um, you ordered a bottle of water. It was $12. 
And I said, okay. And they went, you know, and everybody was looking at me like, why you order a bottle of water for $12? We were at the beach. It was hot. I wanted bottled water. And I got a, bo- a, a, a bottled water. Now, they when they brought the bottled water out, they brought the bottled water out in a like a champagne bucket with ice, like it was a bottle of champagne. They brought it out like that. But uh, that same bottle of water, I've had, when, I, when I got the water, um, I looked at it in the fancy bucket on ice, and I was thinking to myself, I've had this water at the grocery store as well as the um, convenience store. Now, I want to show you something about how the environment changes the value of something. Now, at Nikki Beach, at brunch on the beach, that bottle of water was $12. I've had that same bottle of water from the grocery store for about $4.99. I've had that same bottle of water, same size, same brand, same everything, from a convenience store for $2.99. So at the convenience store, it was $2.99. At the grocery store, it was $4.99. And at Nikki Beach, at brunch on the ocean, it was $12. You see, it's the same bottle of water. It has the same value. The only thing that changed was the environment, the location. That's what changed. The value of the water never changed. It was still the same water. It was where I purchased it from. Same thing with the car um, story. The value never changed. It was just the location, the environment that dictated the value. Now let's talk about me and you. We've been in places. We've been in places where we were devalued. Our value never changed. The only thing that changed was the environment. And I want to repeat this. I consider environment, the environment as being people, places, your thoughts, your mindset, your position. An environment can be a position. Your status. We've been in environments that devalued and demeaned and in some cases insulted us. Because that environment did not recognize, acknowledge, and appreciate our value. But that's why it's so important that you know what your value is. I've been in places. I've been in places. I placed myself in places. Or I was invited into places. Or I was around certain people. And at the end of the day, I said, I'm worth more than this. I'm worth more than this. I must be in the wrong place. Sometimes you will be in the wrong place. And you will know it based on how your environment responds to your value. If you know your value. And you you may feel like, I'm worth more than this. I must be in the wrong place. 
I'm worth more than this. I must be around the wrong people. I'm worth more than this. I must be in the wrong relationship. I'm worth more than this. I must be in the wrong marriage. I'm worth more than this. I must have the wrong people around me. I'm worth more than this. I must be at the wrong job. I'm worth more than this. They don't know who I am. They don't know my worth. They don't know what I bring to the table, but I need to know it. I need to know it. You need to know it. You need to know it. You need to know your value. Now, I said all of that to say this. Once you know your value, what you bring to the table, you will learn to protect and be selective with your environment. Now, back to the young lady with the car. She didn't know the value of the car. Her daddy gave her the car uh, as a graduation present. He purchased the car years ago. She didn't know the value, right? She did not know the value. So she could have sold the car at the, if she wanted to, she could have sold the car at the dealership and got $1,000 for it. She could have sold the car at the used dealership and received $100 for it. She could have sold the car at the car club and received over $100,000 for it. But it was when she went to the car club and they said, hey, this car worth over $100,000 and we want to give you over $100,000 for it. She then knew the value of the car. Some of y'all don't know your value because you've been in the wrong places. And no one has ever told you or shown you. You're clueless. You're clueless. You don't know your value because it's been hidden from you. You don't know your value because other people have not told you. And they know. Oh, do they know. They just don't want you to know or they hope you never find out. Let me share something with you. Your value is demonstrated to others. I'll give you an example. I had a conversation with a gentleman a couple weeks ago. He's been in business since 1992. He and I sat in a conference room at a conference table And we had a conversation the day before on the telephone. And then the next day we met at his office and we're sitting down and we're talking. And he said, I knew your value on the telephone yesterday. He told me that. I knew my value too. But he told me I knew your value from that call we had yesterday on the telephone. Value is demonstrated. Now, having said that, some people may not recognize your value. Although value is demonstrated, people recognize value based on their own experiences. So, let me make let me make this clear. The people at the car dealership with the car, they may have never seen that car before. 
They don't know. Maybe they, maybe all they know, maybe all they know are the cars that come off the showroom floor have value and everything after that depreciates. Or maybe the car at the used, the people at the used dealership, when they looked at the car and offered the young lady $100, maybe all they used to looking at is used cars. They don't, they don't know quality, antique, iconic, sought after cars. They might not, based on their experiences, they just may not know. But then when you got to the car club, with the people that specialize and they know cars, they know what's what. They immediately knew the value of the car based on their experience. They knew. So you may find yourself in environments that may devalue, demean, and insult you because they have never experienced someone of your value. So they don't even recognize it. How can they acknowledge it when they don't even recognize it? That is why it is so important, and I cannot stress this enough, that we protect our environment, that we be selective with our environment. The girl should have never gone to the car dealership with the car. If she knew the value of it, she wouldn't have wasted her time. When you know the value of something, you will not waste your time in the wrong environment. When you know the value of you, you won't waste your time with the wrong people. You won't waste your time in the wrong relationship. You won't waste your time in the wrong marriage. You won't waste your time on the wrong job. You won't waste your time with the wrong thoughts. I know my value. I can't be thinking about that. I don't have time for that. You feel me? How do you learn your value if no one ever told you? How do you know what your value is if no one ever told you? How are you supposed to know? How was the girl supposed to know the value of the car? She didn't know nothing about cars. Listen closely when I share this with you. People are constantly telling you your value. People are constantly telling you your value. People are constantly showing you your value. Are you paying attention? People on a regular basis are showing and telling you what your value is. Are you paying attention? They may be showing you and telling you directly, or they may be showing you and telling you indirectly. You have to pay attention, and then you have to move accordingly to protect your value by being selective of your environments. We're going to talk more about this in the next episode. I'm bringing on a special guest with me to talk a little bit more about this. And we're going to break it down so that it is forever broken down. And you won't have to question how to determine your value again. We're going to break it down in the next episode. Thank you for joining me. I'm your friend, Sharon D. Meadows. Stay with me. Come back, join me for the next episode. Let's get a little bit more intimate on this conversation on the journey to self-love. I'll see you there.